schools out of my 33 years. I spent the first 10 and a half or so as a custodian from uh, just a regular frontline custodian all the way up to a head custodian or facility manager, whatever kind of terminology you want to use for that. And then from there, I became an administrator. Well, folks, we're back for another episode of Talking Clean in a Dirty World. And as you can see, hey, Bobby, we've kind of lost some of our people here today. And I had to wear the Hawaiian shirt today in honor of Don Tracy on vacation. Yeah, he's he's on one of those again. Cruising. <laughs> now, if Don was here, he'd be saying something. But, you know, I think he's out there probably cruising somewhere. Do you know where he's cruising today? I have no idea. Oh, well. Out in the water somewhere. Out in the water somewhere. And Javier, that you usually see on our feed, folks, here at Talking Clean and Dirty World, he's probably cleaning somewhere in that dirty world over in Tampa Bay. We're recording on a Friday, which we normally don't do. But you know what? We've got a special guest with us here, and uh, you might have heard about him. If you've heard about our Rockstar Cleaning Program, well, he's kind of the one that started all of that. Uh, Bobby, we've been doing this for several years, been able to nominate some people. Uh, it's been a great thing. I think we were talking about doing this with another organization here pretty soon. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, but I was going to say you said he kind of started it. I'm pretty sure he did start it. I would oh, it. okay. So maybe rather than us talking about it without him here, let's get Mike Ward to step in here. Uh, he happens to be in the studio, which is not normally something we have here. So welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks, Dave. Good to see you. Uh, good to be seen, as they yeah, say. Right? Yeah. Yep. I'm on vacation. So, and my favorite vacation place is Florida. So it works out for me and Dave to get together whenever I'm in town. So uh, let's kind of start the show here a little bit and kind of tell people why we were mentioning the Rockstar program, what started, and what are you doing these days? So well, maybe, can I, can I jump in? Can Mike, maybe people don't know who Mike is, so maybe Mike could tell us a little bit about himself. So I'm an old, old bird that's been doing this. I'm in my 33, 33, 33rd year in public education, working in schools uh, out of my 33 years. I spent the first 10 and a half or so as a custodian from uh, just a regular frontline custodian all the way up to a head custodian or facility manager, whatever kind of terminology you want to use for that. And then from there, I became an administrator, ran custodial and maintenance departments for 23 years. And, uh, you know, I told my wife, you know, I'm working on another book. I've written the biggest book I think I've written is uh, Who Swings Your Mop? I call it the Dr. Phil book for custodians. It teaches them things that beyond cleaning about how to be successful. And so I'm working on a book now because I told my wife, you know, the Who Swings Your Mop? I think is a great book but I don't really tell them how to be successful, how to be, you know, really organized and really how to be that rock star head custodian using de different techniques of organization and communication and, and various forms and various ways of talking to principals and supervisors and, and how to inform your staff and those types of things. So I told her, I said, you know what? I just got a little bit more time to go and I think I can write a better book if I actually instead of going off of things I did 23 years ago, 
actually going back in there, being a frontline worker for a little while, and then being a head custodian for a little while as I'm writing the book. So people don't have this perception. Well, yeah, you did this 20 some years ago. You've been an administrator for so many years. You don't know what shoes we walk in. And I'll tell you, Bobby, the thing I discovered, and I told Dave this yesterday, is there's only two things different that I discovered. And that is the technology is so much better now or so much more used than it was back then. Back when I was a custodian before, I mean, I remember filling out a work order on a three part piece of paper and you'd have to, you know, rip the bottom piece and keep for your receipts and all that stuff. And now, you know, everything's done on the computer with, you know, various programs like FMX and School Dude and things like that. So that's gotten different. And then the equipment. I mean, I remember for whatever reason to this day, I can't remember, but my first week as a custodian, I don't know, to this day, I don't know how I did it, but I was mopping a big long hallway and I knocked over the mop bucket. And I mean, the water just went everywhere. So I was hand mopping it. There was no auto scrubber. I couldn't go get an auto scrubber. So, you know, the auto scrubber started coming in, the carpet machines and the Kyvax and all the different things. And it's just so much better. So those are the two differences. And so for me, you know, when I got in there, I happened to get into a school that, that was desperate in desperate need of some TLC. It was, it was, a, it is a school that is, uh, it's not very old. It's about 15, 16 years old, but I'm going to share some pictures with you of how you can really let a building go if you don't care. And so I was telling Dave this again yesterday, you know, there's two parts to being a rock star. It's having those traits of, you know, service before self and things like that. But you also got to back that up with a clean building. You can't do a half job and get a, you know, be a rock star in my opinion. So I was really shocked when I really started digging into this school. I remember the first couple of days I was there, I made a couple, an, an art teacher actually almost start crying. He's like, I think I'm going to start crying. I can't believe you're washing that wall. That's never been done since I've been here. And I've been here since the building opened. And he was shocked that I was cleaning the windows to the entryway to the playground. And they're like, he's like, oh my gosh, we have been praying for this for years. And, and I just, it kind of dumbfounded me. I'm like, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do, you know? And, and, I, and then I get angry because my whole purpose is to fight the stereotype of the stupid janitor or that creepy guy on the commercial, you know? And, and sometimes I feel like we bring it on ourselves. So when I share some of these slides with you, I mean, it's, it's no wonder sometimes we get that. And then Dave and I talked before we went on air, you know, how much of this is, the, the, you know, your supervisor's not telling you how to do things or informing you or holding you accountable and how much of this is, you know, just a lack of training. So, um, well, it's, a, it's interesting because the concept of going from the man, the man, administrator man, yeah. to going, if, if I heard you right, to a frontline worker. Yep. And then back to a head custodian. Yeah. Up to the head custodian. And after 20 <clears throat> some years of, of being the administrator, I mean, that, that's got to be eye opening. I mean, it, it, a lot of people can't do that. Step back into what, yeah. they, what they started in. And when you see, oh, hey, these things, even though as an administrator, you might have thought these things were happening, they weren't really happening in right. real time when you get deep into it. 
Absolutely. And, and a funny story. I was telling Dave this again yesterday. We talked a lot yesterday, <laughs> uh, but uh, it was fun. And, and the reason we talked, folks, is because we were at a conference and, and you know, for uh, schools here in Florida. And, you know, we do a podcast and, you know, we had some time and then we were doing some classes. And so we had some time to catch up. And as you can imagine, the two of us being in cleaning for all this this time, Bobby, it, it was like, you know, and, and can you tell there's a commonality between us? You get us to start talking and you can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, walk off the picture. That's good. Go ahead. <laughs> that's way. To, that's one way to shut him up. Well, yeah. maybe. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's funny. I was telling Dave yesterday, I was cleaning the cafeteria one day after lunch and we unfortunately had a student or a, a recess aide grab a student. So for whatever reason, the principal decided to come into the cafeteria. Everybody was gone but me and her and then that recess aide. And she basically fired her right there in the cafeteria when I was cleaning. And then when the lady walked out and then the principal was there, I just looked at her and says, I don't miss that at all. I have no stress. I don't have to put up with none of that crap anymore. So so it's been kind of different. Um, but I, I feel like for me, I needed to practice what I preach you know, 20 some years ago isn't practicing what you preach. So for me to write a really good book that really hits home, I felt like this is the right thing to do. So um, so I just took a chance and uh, I'm right now I'm pretty happy. It's the lowest stress I've had in 20 some years. So, um, but I don't know what I'll do in the future, but for the next year or so, I'm gonna do this. And I've already started to turn the school around. They were amazed when they came back after the summer things that, uh, were not done, finally got done after years of never being done. Um, so we're gonna show some pictures here. Dave's gonna get me going here. So here, um, I cleaned the kitchen. The kitchen ladies complained to me and said, oh, our kitchen's never cleaned right in the summer. I said, well, don't you worry, I'll take care of it. Well, what I started noticing is Oh my goodness, look at the floor drains. That's real stuff. And you know what's funny? I'll never forget it. I cleaned this on my birthday. I spent a whole day in this kitchen. It's not a very big kitchen. So I spent the whole day in there cleaning that kind of stuff, cleaned out the grout, sprayed it out, all that stuff. But I did it on May 31st. Then the fire inspectors came in a couple of weeks later and they accidentally tripped the ansel hood and flooded the kitchen. Now I can tell you when I pick that stuff up and clean underneath. It was dry underneath, dry as a bone. Nothing could get through there. Now, had I not done that, that would have never got through there. It would have went out into the hallway and flooded a good portion of the school. So the process to clean that, like, what did you do? Well, I believe it or not, I had to actually pry those little cups that in the center of that one, that's a little cup that has little holes in it so that the liquid can get through in it. This one right here, yeah. And uh, so yeah, I actually pried it out of there, took it, took a wire brush and wire brush scrubbed it. And I finally got it looking like new. I didn't put a picture of that, but yeah. And the kitchen ladies come back and they're like, they look down they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. And so, yeah, and I mean, that's just one of the many things I did in that kitchen that had never been done. Um, then I start getting into the bathrooms and I mean, that's real, folks. I mean, that's not made up. And you know what I did with that when I cleaned that, Bobby? I just got a little bit of a little green scratchy pad and with a sponge on it and some Dawn dish soap and some water and scrubbed it off and it came right off. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just, and the staff's like, after I did that the first week I was there and they're like, we noticed a huge difference in the bathroom. Now we feel comfortable using the bathroom. And I, I, and as I'm doing these things, I'm just so angry. It's just like, why don't we give a crap? Is it basically how I was feeling? And then bottoms of urinals. I mean, and then you wonder why things stink. So there's the bottom of the sink. Um, and then that, that's the bottom of the action, of course, the pipes. But then that other part there is just grime. They've never cleaned underneath the lip of the sink. And a rock star custodian does that and they keep up with that, you know, and that to me is the other half of being a rock star custodian. I don't know if this is coming up, but uh, I want to ask the question when we get to it is a lot of people when you when you go to clean the gym, refinish the gym, if you ask people what's the first step, they immediately start talking about, well, get the tape up, get the gum up. Well, that's not the first step. The first step is to. But before we go to the before okay, we okay. go to the gym, I see. You know, I just I'm excited. I, I know, I know, I know. You get going, go. But you know, before we go to the gym, whenever you look at these pictures, folks, the one thing I wanted to point out is that you know, if it's below our knees, yeah, or above our head in the bathroom, we don't do it. Yeah, and this is indicative of what you found. The, the I mean, the 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 water faucets, the top of the sink, the top mm. of the toilet could have been okay. I don't know. You didn't show me pictures of that, but what is below the knees, people don't go down there and do. And yeah. then they complain that the odors in the bathroom stinks because this is where it's at, folks. Right. This is just underneath the sink. Um, so, Mike, if uh, that school you said was 17 years old, I mean, did they have, is there staffing issues at that school? No. No. So they're fully staffed? And, yeah. 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 But, you know, the one thing is it's, it's really hard to get people, either you care or you don't care. You know, I call some people the eights and hit the gates. But in these folks defense, one of the employees is newer and the other one had been there for seven years. And, I, you know, I told that person, I said, look, you haven't had the right mentor because obviously this person didn't care. I'm going to teach you how to care and how to maintain this stuff. You know, if you just keep up with this stuff, you never have to deal with this. You should never have to deal with this. But what he did is the previous person, he just slopped four flinch everywhere using a rayon mop. Maybe it could have even been a pop cotton mop. <laughs> no, but I mean, he just slopped it everywhere. And it, it was that dirty, shiny floor syndrome is what that school had. And uh, yeah. did a lot of on my hands and knees, scraping and scrubbing. But it makes a huge difference. The teachers come back and they said, it even smells different there. I, I feel clean, you know? Um, so yeah. Now, 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 now this, this school, Mike, is this an elementary school? Yeah, it's an school? elementary school. Elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many kids? Uh, I think there's about 480 kids. And so we went through COVID era with all of this, but yet, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Because there's the smile. Yeah. It we wasn't touched this before. So, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so this was something that got me the first week I was there. So if you see that one photo there with those poles and stuff, this was in May of this past year. And you see that red bucket there or that red bag uh, in, in this particular state, it's ice melt. So you don't need ice melt in May. So that stuff had dust and film. That's where the kids go in and out of recess. Our parent volunteers go in and out of that. I mean, it's just disgusting. And that was the light fixture. 
uh, for the entryway. That's bugs, believe it or not. That's just powder now. It's a wonder it didn't catch on fire. And that was the day I, I almost made the art teacher uh, cry because he seen me cleaning that. He's like, oh, my gosh, you're, you're really going to clean that? I got rid of all that crap. I said, you know, that's a that's an egress hazard right there. All that crap in a, you know, in, in a foyer and stuff. So um, they were really thrilled. So this here, Bobby. Uh, so I <laughs> so believe it or not, this is the front of the stage. So I'm sitting there and I stop and I look at this and I think if I'm a parent and I'm coming to see my kids music program and I'm sitting there waiting for that curtain to open and I'm thinking, number one, if you're trying to pass a levy based on filth alone, I'm voting no. That's the first thing that comes to my mind because a lot of school districts have levies and stuff. So on the right there, you can see there's a hole there. They put duct tape. The other one, the outlet's missing missing an outlet cover and then that last one there and that's where the close-up that's actually mouse doo-doo in that thing mm. with trash and debris and it's just disgusting and i just took a little bit of elbow grease and a little bit of baseboard cleaner probably could have i don't know if i could have done it with uh, just a cleaner because it was gunked on there again splashing floor finish up on the baseboard and the music teacher came back and she's like did we get new baseboard there? No, we just cleaned it. Of course, I got all those things covered with appropriate plates and uh, they were just thrilled. So the, here I go into the gym floor. So when I got into the gym, so no, the first step is not getting the tape and gum. It's getting up into a lift and cleaning all the disgusting vents and, you know, the HVAC units and stuff like that. That's the first step. And I have a video, we didn't put it on this, but I got up there with a blower, a big leaf blower, and you could just see the dust. And then the, my team members were down below and they said, it looks like it's snowing down here. <laughs> so um, once I blew that out, of course I cleaned that vent. And the problem is when you let that go for 10 or 12 years, you can't blow that out anymore. You actually have to clean it because now it's got like gunk on it and it don't just blow off. So it became three times as hard as it should be. So now I can just blow that out once a year and be good to go. Take me a second versus probably five minutes of messing with that vent. So there it is. There's what it looked like when I blew all that stuff out. The gym teacher was leaving and he said to me, he goes, hey, could you do me a solid for the next, uh, for the next gym teacher? Could you get that bean bag down from there? Those are sound barriers, by the way, that blue thing. It's probably 15 feet halfway up the gym. Um, he said, that's been there for 10 years. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, that's after I blew it out. And I and believe it or not, I didn't get it perfect. I just got it a lot better. I'm going to need a couple, you know, summers of blowing that out to get it really, really clean. But it's way, way better. So those are some of the slides, of th some things I experienced. But to me... Like I was saying today, and I'd said earlier, if you want to be a rock star, I mean, yeah, you got to have that trait. You got to be into customer service. You've got to be able to talk to people, but you got to keep your building clean for the love of God. You cannot have that kind of stuff. And so this is wrong. your third book, right, Mike? This will be the fourth one. Fourth yeah. book. So, yeah. and uh, this book is it going to be more about these experiences that you're having right now?
Chocolate clean in a dirty world.